and it's live. They think it's all over, and it is now. Um, all, all by the shouting, the FPL season twenty one twenty two has come to uh, a glorious end for one of us and a crashing uh, defeat to the other. Uh, but you're here. You're listening to FPL Face Off. Uh, it's the podcast where two comedians face off against each other at FPL and of course Sky Fantasy Football. My name is Fitz and I'm joined as always by the one and only top 10k Tom Glover. How the devil are you mate? This is the champion. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't remember the lyrics mate I've been in it for so long but yes top 10k my team is top four yeah, I wish. I just wish. I, I I just wish that our listeners could see what I could see then. Eyes closed, looking like uh, you were generally <laughs> a choir boy, and uh, you looked very happy. But yeah, what a well, season, mate! What a season! I didn't know it was gonna. I didn't know it was gonna happen. I just channeled it as I started recording. Um, yeah, what a season in FPL! My first season in FPL, and um, mm. as a Spurs fan, we have qualified for the Champions League. Never saw it coming. I mean. I thought our season was over about November time with Nuno in charge. Um, as you probably thought your season was over. Actually, no, you probably were enjoying it when you beat us 3-0. Do you remember that game? I remember it well, yeah. Um, had, the night had, Spurs um, 3-0. Yeah, we played Cavani and Ronaldo up top and we looked like world beaters. And then I think that I think that was the last time Cavani and Ronaldo played together, actually. Um, so that's that's good. That shows, and I, shows all you yeah, need to I, know about our season. I think that's the last time that we had Nuno in charge because it was such a bad performance. We sacked Nuno, got Conte in before you could and mm-hmm. turned it all around. So thank you for that. And, and and I, for one, am delighted with with how the season's <laughs> gone in that respect. Couldn't, couldn't have gone better. But um, but yes, it's um, it's the end. Feels feels very odd. It's been a very um, tough season, I think, for for lots of people. Um, you know, the, we'll we'll discuss it, but today is all about us um, rounding off what has been a, a fantastic season in FPL. Um, I was delighted to see Liverpool not win the quadruple, so I'm I'm very pleased with that. The final day was a great day for football. City and Liverpool going down to the wire. Spurs and Arsenal sort of going down to the wire, but I mean, Spurs won five nil, so it was over pretty quickly in terms of the top four race, the the relegation battle, Burnley relegated, Leeds stayed up. Personally, I'm happy with that. Football definitely yeah, yeah. won in that scenario. Um, yeah, and I ended you get rid on... of Sean Dyche and that's, that's what happens. You deserve to be in the championship. Exactly. Uh, exactly. It was a, a bit of a curse, the Sean Dyche poetry corner <laughs> that we used to have at the end of our show. And um, Sean's lost his job. I don't know where Sean's going to end up. But... Um, yeah, I ended on 89 points, which was a, was a game week rank of about 100k. So it really shot me up. I was I was on the verge of being outside the top 10k after game week 37. I was I was within the top 10k by five points. And so I was a bit nervous going into the last day. And um, yeah, Kulazewski, Son, Kane, triple up. Son, captain, has just propelled me up the top 10k. Emi Martinez dropped. I had him in goal. He's been a terrible, terrible transfer in I had him since the overhaul uh, I've been terrible with my goalkeeper choices this season that's what's really cost me I think weirdly if I'd had Ramsdale when he was good and then had almost anyone else at the end of the season I'd have probably been top 
two 3K. But hey-ho, I had Vardy, Sahar, Rafinha, who all returned for me, Reese James, and um, Massey Cash third on my bench with seven points. But yeah, overall finished up at 5.6K. So very happy with that first season playing the game. Got the top Incredible, 10K, man. the elusive top 10K. And um, yeah. yeah, good year. Well, yeah, well done. Well done, mate. That's, um, yeah, that's a real, a real achievement. Um, I did not make top 10K, um, but I think if you've been listening to the podcast, you will know that that was always going to happen. Um, I finished with a score of 72. Um, I took a punt um, and I'm really annoyed because I was really umming and ahhing about what to do. Um, what I wanted to do was put in Son um, all along. The plan was to get in Son. And at one point I was looking at a minus eight for Son De Bruyne and I would have put in Simicas just to be on my bench so I could afford Son and De Bruyne. Um, as it happens, I took out Martinelli, who, of course, absolutely smashed it um, and put in Barnes, who got me an assist. And I took out Salah, who scored and put in De Bruyne, who got a um, assist. But I didn't care because Liverpool didn't want the, win the quadruple. Sorry, Liverpool fans. Um, but what is frustrating is that if I'd listened to um, top 10K manager Tom Glover um, of FPL Faceoff fame, your advice was to leave Salah in um, and to take out Richarlison for Callum Wilson. And if I had either kept Salah in or even taken him out for Son, which I was going to do, and captain Son and put in Wilson, I probably would have been in the top 100k, which is very frustrating. But, um, but you know. But, I mean, you had to punt where you were. I mean, I think you were right not to put Son in because everyone was on Son. His ownership was 170-odd percent, I think. Mm-hmm. So if if Son had blanked, which he was doing for a little while, and yeah, yeah. the Bruyne had got another hat-trick, then that is how you were going to shoot up the ranks. I mean, yeah, it was unlikely, but all you could do was punt and it was probably going to go against you and it did. But 72 is still a decent score this game week. You, did you get a green from that or not? A very, very small red. So um, I finished on 184,000 in the world. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not too bad. It's just shy of top 2%, I think, or maybe even just top 2%. Um so you know, not. In fact, it is top two percent looking at the um, numbers. So that's it's, that's it's genuinely not too bad a rank either. Actually, like it, a lot of talk in recent weeks has been about how much harder it is to play to get a good rank this this year or going forward. Because there's that now over nine million managers. You've got everyone who's you look at. Let's talk Andy and FPL mate and um, FPL Raptor there's a lot of people just watching their YouTube channels and copying their teams. And when you're getting those guys finishing at the ranks, they're finishing at so Andy and um, FPL mate, both in the top 10 K general, yeah, yeah. just outside the top 10 K teams copied by everyone. And so you're not just facing them. You're facing God knows how many teams exactly the same every week. Yeah. Very good point. Very good point. And I think the the landscape has changed, you know, um, over the last couple of years as content has become more readily available there's people out there making a living from talking about and producing content about fbl so you know, there are more engaged 
<laughs> not us. Yeah, we'd like to, <laughs> like to. We're losing time and money to do this. <laughs> we are losing time and money. Um, and now we've got to give away we... two replica shirts this week as well. Yes, absolutely. This is bankrupting um, me. This podcast. <laughs> um yeah i mean we've we've been discussing off air kind of plans for next next season um don't forget if you would like to let us know what you'd like to see or hear on um on the podcast of course you can tweet us at fpl faceoff we would love to hear from you um and yeah we we are broadly very excited for next season i think we're both probably a little bit looking forward to a break if we're honest but um but yeah we I'm are, not, I'm, we are... I'm buzzing this is my first season playing the game. I mean, the, the premise of this podcast is I'm a Sky player and you're an FPL player and we were introducing mm. each other to each other's games. And yeah. at the start of the year, I was very anti-FPL and, and very pro-Sky. And at the end of the year, I think we've gone the other direction. <laughs> like You seem to hate this game and I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, thank you for introducing me to it. It's, it's great fun. It's great to be a part of the community. It's great to feel I've achieved something. Um, whereas Sky yeah, has just absolutely. been a very dull, dull um, fantasy game when nothing ever happens. You're just stuck in purgatory in the same rank all, all season. Yeah, Sky's Sky's been hard work. Um, if, if I'm honest, it's my first season playing Sky. I got a bit disillusioned with it, and I've not really been engaged with it for quite a while, to be honest. But, um, but yeah, from an FPL point of view, I don't I don't hate FPL at all. I love it. Um, it's just been a really frustrating season, and you know, looking back at key decisions that I've made, um, for some reason, whatever reason, I, I seem to have made the wrong one. Um, more often than not which is is just a bit frustrating but ultimately um i've got a a mate i've got a a little mini league with me and three others and my best mate dave uh he was we were one point separating us on the final day and we watched the game together and he had son and i didn't and so you know when son scored i was i was absolutely bricking it but fortunately i got a havertz goal and i can't remember who else it was that that he didn't have the, a, a differential that meant i i won i get i say a one i came third in a group of four um but i beat him uh by virtue of oh, kulusevski as well um and i beat him in total by three points so i'll take the little victories all day long it yeah. was it was a great story i agree yeah um Sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> no but i'm, I'm jealous um, of that because all over twitter i see people saying about oh, it's not about your overall rank it's about your mini leagues and um i don't have any friends who play fpl you're my only friend who plays fpl i don't have any mini leagues i've got no cash nice leagues. There, by the way <laughs> so despite my success i am um, I don't, you know, I've got nothing to show for it financially. All I've got is my little 10, top 10K rank. Um, so hopefully you can join next a cash year I'll have some with friends. Me next, yeah, you can join a cash league with me next year if you want. It won't Thank just you. be you and me, I'd like to point out. But I'm part of, I'm part of an elite league um, and you're, you're welcome to join. Why is it In elite? Fact, what was what was your total score? And I'll let you know whether you would have won the elite. It's basically just a, a, a cash league that we've been doing for a few seasons. Okay. My um, overall points was two six four seven. Oh, you would have won. Oh, how much would I have won? Um, well, it's twenty six teams, and everyone puts in twenty quid um, less. Five hundred twenty quid. 
but you get the manager that's very quick mass um oh, oh yeah actually quite easy mass well done though um <laughs> but um minus manager of the month if you get your manager of the month you get 20 quid back so is it eight months over the season i think it is so a good but 400 still, quid i'll be get out of pocketed so yeah, yeah, i've got absolutely. a fictional 400 pounds okay and i'll look forward to, <laughs> to winning that next year and you said you weren't making anything from this podcast there you go i've just yeah. given you fake 400 pounds thank um, you you're um, welcome right well thank you for inviting me to that league of your p- friends who i don't know who would probably be pissed off with you next year if i have another good season absolutely fine mate no worries at all um, they're proctors some of them proctors mates as well actually believe it or not okay well there is proctor by the way is our one listener i don't know why i'm saying that because you're <laughs> listening um <laughs> but but talking uh, I'd, of like to, league, I'd like to sh- can i shout out another listener someone oh, who yeah, I know listens. Second one. yeah um <laughs> my uh my friend and colleague will my boss will um uh is is a regular listener as well man united fan and has become more engaged with fpl over the last few months since he's been listening to it so uh, wow. i don't know that I don't know that we've necessarily improved his rank, but certainly we were chatting about it at work. And, oh, you wouldn't and, have done. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <mate. laughs> um, but yeah, look, we, um, we were chatting about it at work and, you know, um, talking about kind of the benefits of planning and spreadsheets and stuff. So yeah, I think hopefully we'll be a bit more engaged next year, but we'll listen. So thank you for listening. It's much appreciated. Thank you. I mean, I would like to get to a point where we aren't able to individually shout out everyone who listens. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad that there are some people who do. Yeah, it would. Um, uh, yeah, that would we do have more listeners. We sh- we should point out. Yeah, there's loads of listeners, mate. Loads of them. Um, I mean, there might be the... our, produ- our producer refuses to tell us how many people listen to protect <laughs> yeah, our egos. Does. But, yeah, um, he does. And shout we out ask to him, producer Glenn brushes well. over it. Yeah, yes. we are super grateful for you, producer Glenn. And Tom um, came up with a lovely idea of a gift for producer Glenn. This is a bit ram um, uh, ramshackly, this podcast, but that's fine. I think it's the end of the season um, kind of review. But yeah, um, you organised and sent producer Glenn a lovely mug, didn't you? So thank you, mate. Yes, an FPL face-off mug. That's another mm. fifteen pounds I've lost making this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ah <laughs> oh, good but um oh, but, but talking of <laughs> losing money for this pig podcast there. i just talking of losing... a big toy in the air sorry mate <laughs> you sorry. might have heard that <laughs> yeah talking of losing money um it's time to announce mm. the winner of our fpl mini league who we have promised to buy a replica football shirt of their choice um disclaimer you must be listening to the podcast on this recording uh if you are not listening and you do not get in contact to fpl face off uh in the next week sorry in the next 48 hours uh, your prize will be lost forever (laughs) thanks for playing but we will buy it if you do tweet us and not a dm if you do a a public tweet saying i listen to this great podcast fpl face off and i've won their mini league then we yeah. will we will buy you the shirt. Okay. Yep. So in fifth place, it was Dino Dogan uh, with his team Nikazi nineteen eighty eight. He got a sixty six pointer. He dropped down the rankings in this last game week, unfortunately for him. Uh, in fourth place okay. was Tom Carswell with Borussia Teeth. Uh, he got an eighty one pointer. Also red arrow for him. In third place, Tom Glover FPL face off an eighty nine pointer. Doing my best to try and win that shirt for myself so I didn't have to buy it for someone else. <laughs> Unfortunately, not good enough. In second place, they they led our league for most of the season. It was Mabu Baroot with the Jurgenauts. But unfortunately, 
they weren't able to topple the the leader of our league, who I think has entered at the last minute, to be honest. I, I think he's come in at short notice because I was doing quite well in this. There's a chance of me winning it. And then this guy's come out of nowhere. The winner is Joe Stevens with his team under my Cucurella, uh, who got no, a whopping... I, 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 sorry, after you carry on. He got a whopping 2,718 points with an overall, overall rank of 511. We never stood a wow. goddamn chance, Fitz. Um, so yes, Joe Stevens, you are the winner of our mini league. We will mm-hmm. buy you a replica Premier League shirt of your choice with a name on the back, possibly if the wholesale website we've found will do that. <laughs> um, so do public tweet and then DM us your address and we'll sort that out for you. Yeah, at FBL Faceoff, um, you do have forty-eight hours from uh, recording to send a no. Um, just get get in touch with us. Um, we're not animals. We don't we don't really want to spend the money, but but we will. Um, <laughs> sorry, Tom. Tom will. It, it was a promised. A bet. a bet is a bet. Um, yeah. Uh, also, a little shout out to someone else who who will be listening who narrowly missed out by three points on being in that top five. Bastian United, um, Lewis Bastian, you were. Um, you were in there, in with a shout for quite a while. But um, with regards to Joe Stevens, I seem to remember under my Cucurella being there for for a while. So um, maybe he just had a crazy end to the season. Well, absolutely. But also, as I previously pointed out, it will be great to get to a point where we don't have to shout out individually everyone who listens to the podcast. (laughs) But thank you, Lewis Bastian, for being our third (laughs) confirmed listener. And if Joe Stevens tweets this, he may be our fourth. So before long. I mean, we could do a live show somewhere, a, a small, a small cafe. Um, well, I, I can tell you, having just had a brief look through, and this is just, just really for us, Tom, but under my Cucurella, um, game week 32 got 90 points, 95, 79, 75, 88, 100, and then 70 this week. So it was, it was a pretty decent end, end to the season for him. Okay, so maybe he just had a little climb at the end and got himself that replica shirt. Fair play to Cucurella. Um, are we going to do our lessons learned this season? Yeah, let's let's um, off after you after you because I you know I don't want to depress everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're keeping it light, mate. I mean, it's only a game; it doesn't matter. Yeah. We both we've both had very different ranks, but what's happened at the end of it? Our lives have continued the same as they ever were. Apart from now, one of us has to buy a replica shirt for someone. Um, yeah, my lessons learned. What have I learned this game week? Not to, or this season, not to mm. spend so much money on goalkeepers. Five and a half million I put on Emmy Martinez because they had a good run of fixtures. And when you look at the, the top scoring goalkeepers at the end of the season, there's <laughs> nothing in it. You're not Excuse making me. any points with your goalkeepers. Just get your four no. and a half million and stick with it for the season. I don't think it's worth making any transfers with a goalkeeper. Um, those that were on Ramsdale, when you weren't on him, it felt like you were losing points every week, but he very quickly switched that form and has gone the other way. So yeah, if I'd have just stuck with Robert Sanchez and go all year, I don't know if my team would have been very different. In fact, I'd have probably been better off for it. Um, so that is one lesson learned. Uh, nice. Don't have to follow the crowd fits. I think we are very easily influenced by the Twitter community and people telling you players are essential and they're not essential. I mean, I've not had any Liverpool assets since game week 30. And in that time I've, I've climbed rank with no chips at all. I used all my chips, no Liverpool assets. And I've gone from around 15 K 
to where I am now, five and a half K. So I think listen to the podcast, listen to YouTube. But if you see a chance to go different, that isn't stupid. If you see a calculated risk, then, then take it. What do you think about that? Well, I, I think it's a good job that I know you to be a, a humble and a modest young man because um, the, the way you described, I didn't have any uh, Liverpool assets, uh, actually no chips <laughs> since uh, game week 30 as well. And I managed to climb into the, um It's a good job I know you. Um, and, <laughs> uh, but no. I, well, my four I, listeners I, don't. Absolutely, they don't. Um, I can't help but agree. You know, it is a, and it might only be three, by the way. We don't know that uh, under my Cucurella actually does. That's listen. true. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll update you next season. Um, but, but yeah, I think that going by the kind of Twitter bubble, if you like, is is very easy. It's very easy to kind of get yourself get yourself sucked into, oh, I've got to have this player, I've got to have this player. And uh, a lesson a lesson for me, I think, is to not be afraid of of going against the grain, which is kind of what, what you said. Can't go wrong as well. I mean, I didn't get in Richarlson when everyone did and he went off and I didn't get in De Bruyne when he was the obvious transfer everyone was bringing in in game week 36 <laughs> and he scored four goals. The Twitter community is often right because there's a lot of experienced managers who are looking at it every week. As you said, it's their full-time jobs. They've they've got the stats in front of them and they're, they're going for the, the obvious picks. But there are other yeah. there are other roads to go down, especially when you're chasing or trying to find a differential. Absolutely, yeah. I think um, I think that's that's definitely right. I also think that you know when you are chasing you have to kind of almost throw caution to the wind i i actually laughed at your salad choice and i genuinely thought at that point of the season when i had all my i had i think i still had two chips and yeah. i really thought that salah would would do the business for me you know and actually i don't have a chance to watch every game um for every every team i, I always watch man united but that's pretty much as much football as i can as i can physically watch um, but when I did watch Liverpool a couple of weeks ago, I thought that Salah looked really off the pace. And if I'd watched him after Afcon, you know that's when he that's when the season changed really for for him, and he he really went off the boil. And you know, having a bit more of an eye on on the eye test, as it were, to see that would have been really helpful, I think. But you know, what can you do? What can you do? Yeah, and it's hard to it's hard to sell that player when you have built up value in them when you know that they are capable of scoring highly when their effective ownership is so high as well, it is hard, yeah. but you have to try and that's the skill of the game is that it's getting on these before they go on their run and it's getting off them when their run finishes and knowing when is the right time to do that. So yeah, I mean, because I was trying to get top 10 K and I, cause I'd run out of chips, I made that choice and it was risky and it could have gone the opposite way and you could have, come flying past me and we could have been at opposite ends of these ranks now but yeah I think I think you can take that that opportunity and for me the reason I did it I think at the time as well is because everyone was arguing about whether Son was going to score more or Kane was going to score more and as a Spurs fan I know that when one of them scoring the other one's assisting so I was like I need to get both of them in my team and there wasn't any way I was going to sell either of them especially I had this last game week in mind because I knew we were going to be playing Norwich at the end of the season 
And so I just went in with all three with Kulazewski as well and just kept him in from, I think, game week 30. And obviously that's paid off now. But um, yeah. Um, you you mentioned, um, yeah, you mentioned, you mentioned something else, which is, is worth um, discussing quickly. So pricing, price changes and whatnot. So you obviously are new to new to FPL or you were new to FPL. And so you kind of had to learn about the pricing structure. What do you think about your strategy? Cause I know that you earlier on in the season, there were times where, you know, you didn't want to sell a player because, or in fact, you made early transfers, didn't you? To, to get yes. a player in before they rose and, and whatnot. So what what's your thoughts on, on price increases and falls? Well, I lo- for a start, I loved it as a, as a um, feature, because in Sky, that's a problem with Sky, is that once the season started, if Jared Bowen is a certain price, it doesn't matter how many goals he scores, he stays at price all year and everyone can jump on him. And there's no incentive to move on or off players. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think by luck almost, I, I took the right strategy with the price changes in that I chased the price rises and falls early on because I wanted to gain some team value. And I think that's really important at the start of the season to be able to have the opportunity to be able to come on and off players for that. Because obviously everyone starts at 0.5 or 0.0. And when they start moving one or two, you quickly get priced out of players. So if you can be on the right side of a few price rises and falls, then that really helps at the start of the year. I mean, at the end of this season, it hasn't mattered because obviously everyone's team value was so high. There was no point in having premium strikers a lot of the time and people were able to get the players they wanted and we had like good budget assets like Gordon and Ramsey and uh, Connor Roberts I have ended up with in my team so yeah he was able to get the players you wanted by the end of the season but yeah I, I love it as a feature and I'd say next year I'll be going in again to try and build my team value early on and yeah keep on top of it absolutely yeah yeah it's um yeah, it is. It is good um, to kind of have those changes. It's interesting to to know when the changes come about. So there's a site called Fantasy Football Fix, which I I wasn't aware of, um, but they show when you're likely to expect price increases or falls, which is quite useful. It can be like two yeah, or three in a week fun. as well. So it's um yeah useful to kind of keep an eye on that especially at the um, start of the season because there's more people playing and so the prices are more volatile as people as like the more casual players are tra- making their transfers every week and taking lots of hits the price rises and falls all over the place and you see at the end of the season there's barely any movement at all in it all do you know how many hits you took i think it was 76 points worth of hits wow because i yeah, so, but again, I think that's a benefit of me being new to the game is I I figure the general consensus in FPL is you try not to take many hits. But as someone right. playing this for the first time, it just felt like, oh, these hits are worth it because there's so many double game weeks. So the minus fours were suddenly felt like minus twos. And I think if you were more stuck in your ways as a regular manager, you were l- less you're more reluctant to make those hits. Am I right? Is that how you felt? Yeah, I think, I think so. I think, you know, this season proved that you can, you can get away with making kind of multiple hits, taking multiple hits. If there's a double game week, for example, because you've got the opportunity, you've got two opportunities to make those points back. 
um captaincy wise um shout out to playmaker by the way which is a fantastic app that i um i know i'm currently looking at and i think you might be as well um yes, yes I had which 20... tells me i took 19 hits 19 hits okay um we'll come back to captains in a second if we may so um my oh look at that my that's a good one isn't it <laughs> i've shared um, the podcast fits. yeah is i I don't know why this isn't. Ah, there we are. So um, is it, it's for some reason it's showing me every single thing. So I had 60 points. Um, so I took 15 hits. That's what I was trying to find. Um, but yeah, there is some, uh, some, some really nice um, stats in here. For example, my, um, First week was fantastic in terms of Fernandez, but I had 28 um, returns for my captain out of 38. However, um, I only picked the I only picked my highest scoring player 11 times. Well, yeah, Anybody well, I, your captaincy I, stats are like I had 27 out of 38, so your captain returned more than mine, and right. I only picked my highest scoring player 12 times as well. So yeah, that's pretty poor, really. Um, mm. I had Salah captained. 13 times Ronaldo I captained eight times and gem- generally that was bad <laughs> he I did get him for his hat-trick against Norwich which was which helped me out he but did. a lot of the times he didn't return for me I remember the week when Bruno really went off and Ronaldo blanked and then got injured or he didn't play in either game whatever happened he well, didn't score very highly I think he played well, part of the second game and got one point maybe I think it might be right um I benched uh, 29 points in game week 11. And I remember that being absolutely heartbreaking then. Um, and that's when I bench I boosted. That, that is when you bench boosted, is it? Game week 11. And I got 20 points. Uh, there we go. Very nice. Um, yeah. Foster and Cancelo with 11 and 14. And then Huang and Duffy with two. Good old Huang. Cool. That's well, it. that's FPL. You're making it depressing again, Fitz. All right. So happy podcast. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a celebration. It is. Man United got a new manager. Absolutely. Spurs. Oh, are, mate, I'm so excited. Spurs have announced they've released 150 million pounds to spend on transfers. Antonio Conte is going to stay and win us the league next year. We're in the Champions League. Let's do the double. Maybe we will do the treble next year, and um, one of us may win a fancy Premier League and not have to buy anyone a shirt. Maybe. Maybe indeed. Um uh so let's let's talk sky. Um let's talk sky. So I'm I'm happy to confirm that um the the good news with with my team is I've still got 10 transfers remaining. Uh so <laughs> I'm I'm assuming that they'll roll over for next season and I'll have yeah. 50 transfers. Um yeah, I've I've not done anything with sky for for far too long. Um my rank and Where did you shows rank? That. <clears throat> 9000. Oh dear mate. I mean, that's yeah. not great for a content creator on Sky Fantasy Football. Um, I'm a content creator who um, may Reluctant not play. Creator. Yeah, may not play <laughs> Sky next year, to be honest. Um, to be honest, I, I, I mean, I've been harsh on Sky, but actually it is a, is a great game if you've got the time to sit down and plan. And because of the COVID situation this year, it was just impossible for both of us, I think, with like young families and we're working day jobs and evening jobs as well there's just no chance for us to be able to sit down and plan for all the changes and, and change our captains when the teams were released. 
Um, I finished at 1,300. Um, Still which very is, good, mate. <clears throat> nah, it's not, it's not great. For, for an engaged Sky manager, you want you want top 100, to be honest. It's a lot, a lot less people playing it. And you really want to feel that you're in chance of coming first. Otherwise, it's, it's hard to keep the engagement because there's less people playing it. There's less banter on Twitter about it. Um, there's less content about it. So it is hard to keep focused. Um, but obviously, if there's a chance of winning 50 grand, you can keep that focus a little longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think very selfishly, I realised that 50 grand was was not going to happen um, <laughs> several <laughs> months ago. Um, I, I agree with you. I think it. I think it is a good game, and I definitely think it has its merits. Um, I just think that this season in particular has has been a really tough one, with so many kind of with FPL. If it's a double game week, you've got the one deadline. You can do that one deadline, and and then you you don't have to think about it. Whereas this, you you could have one week where you've got a game. In fact, I think we have had weeks where we've had a game almost every day. Um, yeah. and and then games being cancelled within an hour's notice exactly and if you're not on it and aware of it then it's it's just you you know you you find yourself doing a fits and falling out the running very quickly um well i think i'll talk you into playing it again next year but but maybe <laughs> we sure won't will, yeah. podcast on it i don't i think we maybe we'll take a break from podcasting about it until we get good at it um but i'll certainly be playing again next year and i will have all the dreams of winning 50k again but I'm not sure I will. Um, but we did do a Sky Fantasy Football Mini League and we did also promise a replica shirt for the person who won this. So if you're listening, uh, listen out now as so we may say your name. In fifth place, Mark Brown with DDRFC. In fourth place, Mark Daniels with Norman Conquest. In third place, Christopher Sharkey with I Adja Fuka 2. In the second place, Mark Brown again with FC DDR. And then in first place, winning a replica shirt. If you publicly tweet about our podcast and say how much you enjoyed it. So um, just in case you can't hear Tom, because there was a bit of um, audio distortion there. Um, the winner as confirmed via the league. Um, don't forget, you do have to get in touch with us. Uh, public tweet um, and let the world know that you wouldn't have got as high a rank in Sky Fancy Football if it wasn't for FPL Faceoff. Um, but the winner with Sky Kangaroo A-Team is Kian McKenna with 3,623 points. A very, very good performance. Um, so well done to you. <laughs> Me and Fitz are talking about what we're going to do next season. We want to keep running the podcast. Um, I have a dream. I have a vision that we will do a YouTube live stream b- uh, before we release the podcast. Um, so that's that's my plan, which I'm trying to convince Fitz to do. If you've got any ideas of what you'd like to hear more from us, maybe you like the Sean Dyche poems or the Greenish Diaries. Hopefully not, because I don't have to write them anymore. <laughs> then um, <laughs> let us know. And we will see what we can introduce into our podcast next season. Yes. Yeah. Um, and as Tom said, we, you know, we, we both love doing this. We both enjoy, um, enjoy the recording. Um, we would, uh, we would, we would love to do some sort of stream. Um, you know, the key thing is, do you want to watch that? Um, because yeah, I think we're, we're both handsome chaps. I think it'd be good. Um, and you could see the anguish on my face if I have a bad week. And we can also see the live viewing figures, which will make it even more demoralising. <laughs> Nothing ever happens on a Monday night, so we're we're thinking about Monday nights. So um, yeah, 
it, you can get get that in your calendar from August, and we'll uh, we'll be with you every step of the way. Okay, so for one last time, then I think that's the end of the season. I mean, the 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 aim of the podcast, or the 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 what do you call it, the USP of the podcast, was to put ourselves against each other in the two fantasy formats, FPL and Sky. See who's the better fantasy manager. And I have roundly trounced you in both formats, Fitz. So I am being crowned the winner. I mean, there was no prize. And my prize is now to be to pay part of the fee towards two replica shirts for somebody else. But here we are. A significant part of the fee, I'd like to point out, because at, at no point did I agree to that. But that's fine. That's fine. Um, but no, congratulations. It was, um, yeah, you've had a brilliant season, mate. And uh, it's it's been a pleasure doing the podcasts. Um, you know, I do miss Jack Grealish's diaries. I do miss Sean Dyche. Um, but ultimately, it's hard work and we've done well to um, to record as frequently as we have. And uh, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been a real pleasure. It's happened. It, it, we can confirm it has happened. And um, yeah, it's it's time for a little break now. I'm I personally am looking forward to a little rest and looking forward to seeing what Man United do. Can't wait to have a Man United player in my FBL team again. Genuinely cannot wait for that. I think that's <laughs> part of the reason why I felt so demoralised is that I've just felt demoralised with football full stop. Yeah, that does um, happen. And they are going to get up some big price drops, mate. Jaden Sancho is a 4.5 million enabler. Yes, please. <laughs> I still think he'll be, I reckon he'll be about eight. We haven't talked prices, actually. How much do you reckon Haaland will be? Uh, I think he'll be 13. But we will do a podcast yeah. on that. We'll do a podcast when the prices are released. We'll do we a podcast will. on our on our um, drafts when that comes out. It may be a live stream of our drafts, like the professionals do with a little picture of our draft next to it and we talk through it. Yeah. Be like the big boys. Be like the big, <laughs> be like the big boys. Yeah. I think that's a wonderful time to, to end it. Tom and I hope to be like the big boys next season. Good. Well, thank you for listening, um, every single one of you. And um, <laughs> I, do, I do emphasize the single one of you. Um, but no, it's been a pleasure. Well done to you, mate. Congratulations. You are Series One um, champion. Um, I hope to topple you off your throne next season. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's been emotional. Laters. Laters. What a fantastic end. <laughs> <laughs>